to the Gridiron Show. It is the off-season, so we're pretty lax at getting pods done. But we are here because we have a huge announcement. The Pacific Coast Gridiron Tour. Ben Mortimer from Touchdown Trips getting you, yes, you, in the game is going to join us to go break it down, get all the X's and O's of the tour. We'll also go through all the big news, including Matt Ryan. What does that mean for Aaron Rodgers, Ben uh, Big Ben throwing a hissy fit and all the other stuff that's going on and I think Will Gavin's got a, a man crush on CJ Anderson let's find out more about that this is the Gridiron Show yep this is the Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips getting you Yes, you. Yes, you. Out there in the game. Willie. Already getting quite a few of you in the game as well. The number of people That's that have already signed up since we announced the tour three or four days ago. It's incredible. It, the, 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 the tour is incredible. We'll talk to Ben Mortimer in just a moment. I'm in the studio. You're in your pants at home. What's going on, I, buddy? I'm actually in a pair of fetching salmon dress shorts and my Frank Gore <laughs> training top. Okay, what a what a horrendous colour combo with your ginger Ooh. hair and your blotchy skin that would be. <laughs> Jeepers. Do you want me to send you a photo? Yeah, send me a photo. One for the Spank Bank. Oh, come on, it's a family show. Is it a family I first show? Of all, I first of all, I don't know if it is anymore. I don't think uh, it is. I, I, I first of all want to apologise to all the listeners that I encourage to send, uh, send questions in because we're not going to do them. Uh, maybe we'll do them on another show, but we ended up getting Ben on, and it went for about twenty minutes, which was great. But uh, yeah, we're just not—we've not got the time. Who wants to hear us talk for an hour and a half no, or whatever? No, they don't. No one wants to. No one wants to. Um, I mean, they do because they're—they're—they're they're, they're listening in. But still, hopefully they do at yeah, least. Yeah. Hopefully they still enjoy it. Uh, yeah, the trip is amazing for top level. NFL games, one of which is literally like, uh, you know, if it's the NFC Divi- uh, NFC Championship game or divisional game, you wouldn't be that shocked. It has been in previous years. Uh, I'm talking, of course, about 49ers Giants. Do you know what? Uh, I was going to ask you which one you're talking about because they're both absolute doozies. Like uh, ridiculous games. We're going to some of the best stadiums in the NFL. We're going to some cracking college games and college stadiums, including, oh no, do you know what? I'm not going to ruin it. Let's get straight to Ben Mortimer from Touchdown Trips to tell you all about the tour and how you, yes, you, can get involved. All right, so joining us now to discuss our now announced, it's actually been announced for a fair few days, but the nature of the off-season uh, is that we are only just getting to chat with Ben Mortimer. He is one of the busiest men in all of the Christendom. I'm trying to think of what I would say, but uh, in in all of uh, any kind of travel, because they do so good, tri- such good trips out to the states, and uh, I think ours has to be ranking amongst one of the best that they could possibly do. Ben, the Gridiron Tour already a lot of excitement about this. Already a lot of people getting booked up and getting involved. Uh, it, it's fair to say that when this fell together on the uh, on the schedule. I think we picked it within about 10 minutes of the schedule <laughs> yeah. coming out. Yeah, I think you emailed me before I woke up. Uh, I woke up to, to your email <laughs> saying, this is good, Ben. Can we do this? So um, I think you, you had it um, on the money from looking at the schedule. So some, some, you know, sort of uh, patterns of games just jump out at you. And uh, yeah, this is 
the obvious one i think i think we we had a couple of ideas and we and we looked at a few different itineraries but as far as providing a great selection of games and decent value as well um that this is the one that we had to go with i think so, so we're, we're pretty happy with it sadly lambo didn't come through just once green bay are playing in the time period that would have been ideal for us any later is too cold and any and before it's it's before and in, in and around the international series but talk us through for those that uh, that haven't seen on the website what kind of what are we looking at how many games where are we going what's going on because of course i didn't get the email so i don't know what's going on <laughs> sorry ollie i just i just you know kind of assume you'll show up and, and just go with whatever but yeah. uh, it's it's um it's a seven or ten uh, ten night option this year so we're giving a couple so if you go with the um the the uh, the, the la add-on at the end we've got a ten night trip we've got six uh, uh, football games com- uh, in completion. We have four NFL. We have two college. Um, the um, we start off with a flight direct from London Heathrow. Um, we can add regional connections as well. So we've got some people already that are looking to come from Belfast, Manchester, Newcastle. So we can tag those on in the morning, or we can um, do a, a Heathrow hotel like we did for about half the people last year. So that you don't have to worry about missing your connection to to San Francisco. Um, leaving at around 10:30 um, on the 9th of November. Fly straight out, get there that night. We transfer to a Fisherman's Wharf, a really nice-looking hotel. Um, got great feedback and um, pool tables downstairs and stuff like that. So that's that's all good. And Saturday we'll head over to see Stanford against Oregon State, which is the first college game uh, of the tour. Um, and um, and obviously that's a good start to the uh, to the trip. It's a, um, a traditional old college team, and uh, hopefully they'll keep the band on the sidelines um, before the uh, before the game ends. Anyway, and uh, and then we've got the uh, uh, Ben. The I'm going to interrupt you. I'm so excited about Stanford because Willie went over there uh, when we did our kind of our own road trip, as it were, and I didn't get to go to California that time. And Stanford is where my favourite non Green Bay Packer player came from. So right. I will 100 percent be getting a Christian McCaffrey jersey, number five. I cannot wait for Stanford game. Love it. Carry on. That is going to be. That's going to be good. And actually, we're, we're relying on. I mean, obviously, you guys are the uh, uh, the, uh, the the tour guides. Uh, I'll just take a back seat as we get out there. So Will has been there before, and we're taking we're taking the train to go see Stanford. So uh, relying on your uh, tour guide expertise there, Will, to uh, to get us all there safely. But I'm sure that'll uh, that'll be absolutely uh, fine. It, it's dead easy on the train. It's a great tailgate, and it's uh, a great atmosphere as well. That's great, and, and, and that's you know, and, and that gave me full confidence in uh, in that game as well. So I think we'll have a fun time beforehand. We're all going to be seated together in the upper level for that game, and uh, and then we have um, the following day after a night in San Francisco, obviously, which is not short of things to do. Um, we've got the uh, Sunday uh, trip over to the Coliseum to see the Oakland Raiders uh, take on the LA Chargers, and uh, obviously that's um, for a lot of people going to be a bit of a must-see because it's not going to be around for much longer, the Coliseum. And yes, it has its uh, its leaks and its faults and it's fairly decrepit, but at the same time, it has the black hole and it is a legendary stadium. So I think a lot of people are actually really looking forward to, to seeing the, the Raiders in their um, spiritual home and, and also um, you know, seeing the black hole. And, and we've got a tailgate beforehand with some um, fairly hardcore Raiders fans that 
do win awards for their barbecue so that's a good little plus as well i mean and, and the words awards for their barbecue absolutely ring in my ears with the most beautiful possible tone i uh, i'm excited about that I've, I've been to a game there as well the same weekend we actually went to the stanford game again incredible atmosphere it is a decrepit old stadium but sometimes that's nice sometimes there's a bit of atmosphere to it we get to see gruden in action and we get to see the chargers for the first time on the tour who for me are my pick of the AFC at the moment yeah I mean, they're going to be strong and I think the Raiders are due a, uh, a bounce back season as well aren't they with um, you know kind of um, even though they've lost Crabtree and what have you um, at least they have a, a, a fully healthy uh, Derek Carr and and, uh, and, and, and and I think they're with you know with, with Gruden back that's going to be fun to see uh, that team perform this season but I agree I think the Chargers are going to be a, a tough test which is um, and a good team so it's, that's, it's a good job we see them twice um, so Oregon Stanford Chargers Raiders Chargers, then Monday Raiders. night football Monday night football then so the following day we've got you know a bit of a morning of exploring San Francisco taking it easy having a bit of brunch and then we will take a uh, a fan coach um, down um, to Santa Clara um, and uh, and head to the Levi Stadium we get there about three hours prior and we've got the Monday night football game of the 49ers and the New York football giants um, and uh, the good thing about being on the west coast is it kicks off at sort of 5.20 um, cause oh. so it means that we can get back as well to have a, 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 a couple of beverages in San Francisco afterwards boozy night in San Fran afterwards we've got we get to see Jimmy G Saquon Barkley some bloke called Eli Manning. I'm loving this game. If you if you thought about this game, I don't know, six or seven weeks into the season last season, it would be the worst game. But with what the Giants, <laughs> it would be. But what the Giants have done with Odell Beckham? How could I forget him? So what the yeah. Giants have done in the draft, getting all of their injured guys back, and then San Francisco with Jimmy G. It's that is just such a humdinger of a game. Cannot wait for that. I agree, and it's got that history, isn't it? You know, yes. sort of those, those NFC giants, and um, yeah, looking forward to seeing Jimmy G. And I, I know that Eli guy, you're a big fan of him, aren't you? That's yeah. he's a quarterback, uh, <laughs> quarterback of the season. <laughs> NFC. Um, so, so we have that. By the, uh, by the way, I also know the exact bar that we will be going to when we head back into San Francisco uh, because it, it, there is a dive bar near the Moscone Center, and oh, maybe gosh, dive bars. Yeah. Maybe dive bars aren't for everyone, but me and Ollie absolutely love this place. It has some of the best wings you'll ever try in your life. And uh, they do, you know, the classic beer and a shot for for absolutely nothing. And, uh, yeah, we I've already got it scouted out, guys. Don't you worry. And do you know what's great about this bar? I re-watched Deadpool the other day. They filmed a load of Deadpool in that bar. It's amazing. It's correct. It, that, so well, it's true. Go, go and watch Deadpool, the bar, the bar in Deadpool that's the bar we're going to go it's a superb bar you order your your food from a little uh, hutch uh, no from a little booth outside and then you can take it back inside it's got incredible beers because America has really gone all in for their craft beers so it's amazing beers it's a great atmosphere I can't I've forgotten all about that bar can't wait for the bar what happens the next day Benny hang on so do they have the actual Deadpool blackboard from the movie in that bar then because that's that's where Deadpool. It was that's where they were writing the names uh, down, weren't they? People were going to be killed. But it's but it's die. just a list of beers. 
Yeah, that's, that's amazing. No, that's that's that, that that's a very exciting addition there, Ollie. I, did, I had no idea. So yes, we can end up there. But that does actually remind me as well that we've had a couple of inquiries from people who are looking to maybe bring their uh, uh, their sons or daughters um, who may be under 21. Um, this is a under 21 friendly trip as well, and uh, obviously not everyone's not compelled to go to all bars. And indeed, um, many bars serve food and will let you in. You obviously just can't drink. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a reminder that uh, we had a few queries saying, "Oh, is this like you know, say for instance, yes, it, yes, it is." safer under 21s that's fine we welcome everybody so um so that's um monday ollie and i are incredibly child friendly (laughs) we really are in the best possible way yes yeah okay Uh, and then we've got tuesday uh we will be after breakfast uh taking a uh, coach a luxury coach um and doing a bit of driving because we do like driving on the gridiron tour don't we and uh 100 and seeing some scenery and this is a scenic drive we're going up the pacific coast um, not right hugging the coast but still going to be um, driving up into lovely oregon um, and stopping off for the night in a place called ashland oregon which you, you'll want to google it's a very nice little town um, it has a lot of uh, breweries uh, <laughs> oregon is, um, is is kind of on top of that certainly that west coast microbrewery revolution and um, and ashland is no exception so we've actually got one that's directly opposite the hotel i can exclusively reveal on the show that we have now confirmed a tour and tasting of that brewery um, uh, for the evening that we're there um, so that'll be something to do and then they also have a restaurant um, for us to have dinner in afterwards so um, it's a good stop it's on the way uh, on Wednesday so after stopping off there and doing a bit of Oregon stuff we'll continue in Oregon on Wednesday um, driving up um, probably uh, having a quick visit to Portland maybe having lunch in Portland because that's a, a cool city um, and then also stopping at the Woodburn Outlets uh, which is a um, in Oregon shopping is tax free or stuff is tax free you do tax free shopping and it's one of the few states on the west coast that offer that so because so many guys last year took Ubers in Charlotte to the outlets we thought well let's just do an outlet shop on the way so that people can get off the bus get the souvenirs um, and uh, get back on and continue Benny that's um, a great shout and going to if, if you haven't been to the States before even going to an outlet shopping centre or an outlet mall is an experience in itself and it's something that you have to do it's part of the culture and mm-hmm. it's a very consumer led uh, society in the United States but it's part of the culture it's 100% something to do plus you'll be able to get your your cheap NFL gear your cheap baseball gear cheap jeans cheap electrics it's superb Absolutely. all in on that great great addition carry on good stuff cheers okay so then we'll um, get in the evening to Seattle Washington um, and check into our hotel which uh, is a couple of blocks from the Space Needle and, um, and we'll settle down for the night have a few um, beverages in, in Seattle uh, listen to some grunge music um, and prepare ourselves for Thursday which will be basically a free morning to, to look around maybe head down to Pike Place Market to see Starbucks and things like that um, and uh, then have an afternoon tailgate prior to the Seattle Seahawks versus the Green Bay Packers <laughs> what a game wow yeah I mean that can't be that, that in no what way just ha- be Ollie, what just happened <laughs> sorry Did Ollie just, just collapsed I just hit I just hit the desk I was so excited about it yeah, I knew this was good. coming but I'm still really excited about it yeah I mean what can you see there's nothing you need to say is the you know Russell Wilson Aaron Rodgers um at the loudest stadium in the NFL Willie gets maybe. to meet Clay Matthews it's just yeah it's just incredible Russell yeah. Wilson yeah. The, the sight of the fail Mary yeah. oh my god 
This is, honestly, this is incredible. This game alone, my goodness gracious. The Seahawks may be a a waning force, but you can guarantee that Pete Outlet, uh, Pete Outlet, (laughs) Pete Carroll (laughs) will have, uh, will have, uh, will get them well drilled. The Packers, they're always there and thereabouts. This is a humdinger of a game. Wow, carry on! I mean, wow, it's, it's Thursday night football, so it'll oh. be you know it'll be under the floodlights. It'll be loud because people will have been uh, tailgating heartily. Um, and yeah, I, I can't. I really cannot wait for that. A lot of people can't. And, and it's obviously I think this is a prudent time to mention as well because I forgot to put this out earlier. We've been tr- trying to get the itinerary out that we are actually offering um, ticket upgrades as well because every all the group ticketing is up a level per corner end zone. But if there's any particular game that people do want to go down to the lower level, and we can do upgrades. And, and this particular game, unsurprisingly, is is giving the biggest disparity. But um, even then, it's ninety pounds per person to upgrade to lower level on this one, and then thirty on the. 49ers game sorry Will um, but there's less of a disparity there um, and then we've got um, you know a couple of other pricing differences so people can do that you, you can customise it a little bit um, we've got um, the following day uh, this will be the end of the seven day tour so anyone that wants to do the three games and the uh, Stanford game um, that's great and um, we can um, uh, chaperone people um, to Seattle Tacoma Airport to fly home that day we've got a seat held with British Airways direct from Seattle and you're looking at if you do that tour um, that's coming in at uh, 2490 per person double occupancy 3330 per person single occupancy um, and uh, that will be the end of that one bargain that is an wow. absolute bargain the coach journey I'm, I'm can't wait for the Seahawks Packers game uh, Portland three different states uh, the whole the length and breadth of the Pacific Coast almost I uh, just just wow wow but wait there's more what <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. There's you. more. No, that was the ten day one. <clears throat> the, no. the ten day one's coming up now. You'll believe it. Wow. You, you buy the. You, you get that, but wait. You get you get that, and then you get three more days. And and uh, this would be the the seven days. We'll we'll head back uh, to the UK. The rest of us will continue south, um, back to LAX um, on the ninth, um, down to Los Angeles, um, and. Um, and have a direct flight down there to arrive early afternoon in the City of Angels. Um, get a, we have a, a bus transfer from LAX to take us to our downtown hotel, um, and that's a couple of blocks from Union Station, which is very handy, um, because on Saturday we'll be going to see um, our fifth game of the 10-day tour, the second college game, and it will be to the Rose Bowl to see UCLA take on USC. Now, I went to this game a couple of years ago, and it was a great game. Trojans shocked the Bruins. It's such a storied rivalry. And uh, I, I'm sure we'll be tailgating because this is one of the big... It's such a derby, this game. And this mm-hmm. such one of the, it's one of the biggest tailgates I've ever seen. The tailgate will be amazing. There'll be a lot of messy people beforehand. Uh, but it all makes for an amazing atmosphere inside the stadium. Inside the legendary Rose Bowl. It, it is... An amazing place, amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think this is um, a sort of real sort of standout on the tour as well. It's um, it, it is just an iconic stadium, and it's um, somewhere that a lot of people would like to have um, like to visit once in their sort of uh, football uh, lives. And, and you know, you've got the Rose Bowl parade every year, which always looks fantastic, and things like that. So um, yeah, it's hosted a lot of events. We'll be there, and uh, it's going to be a full a full derby crowd that will probably be well up for it. So uh, that's that's going to be fun, and then. Heading back uh, into LA, obviously that's uh, 
you know, a fun place to hang out as well. And I'm sure we'll come up with some ideas of, of, um, of places to go on an evening. Um, sort of um, swingers style. Not swingers style. I said this to someone yesterday. I said, we're having a swingers party. No, it's not a swingers party. It's swingers the film with John Favreau. Yeah. Um, money, but, but baby, anyway. money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we've got, we've got that. And then uh, the following day, Sunday, um, we will be um, taking a fan coach to um, Carson, California, to see to the StubHub Center, which is obviously, as we know, a, uh, a soccer stadium, and I think it will provide a unique atmosphere for an NFL game. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be um, it'll be cozy, and it'll be the Chargers and the Broncos, which is a divisional matchup to finish with. So I'm quite happy with the, the way the fixtures played out there as well. I'm not going to lie, I may get this. May be the time. I almost did it in Carolina on our last trip and got a number 22 Christian McCaffrey. I might get. A baby blue Chargers jersey. Mm, I might do. It. I don't know. Mm. I, again, th- this is an incredible tour. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's so that's that's the way we we finish. We'll have a a uh, a pleasant final evening, and then uh, Monday we have most of the day Monday. So that will give us um, some time to um, do a bit of LA stuff because um, the flight is not until the evening, and it's a direct flight back from Heathrow with BA. Um, so uh, and that would conclude our ten day tour, which is. Pricing at um, thirty three hundred um, per person double and forty one fifty single. So yeah, realizing that it does add a a little wedge to the uh, total tour. But uh, hopefully you'll agree it's um, it's a pretty once in a lifetime kind of trip. This as well. So I think it's still coming in pretty good. Ben, you've done honestly an absolutely incredible job uh, getting this done, pricing this up, and I know there are some people that. Um, that some of the the dates didn't work and they've then gone on and 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 done other tours with you going over to Cincinnati and uh, what was it, and was it Pittsburgh as well either or yeah we got i mean yeah we we yeah, we we can do any any um any team, any game, or what have you. So, I mean, we, we're doing some, you know, if it's just a couple of friends or three or four friends and it doesn't work for them, then we can just do an individual trip for them based on sure. um, any combination of games. We are, we, we're offering a few more sort of mini tours. This is the, the big daddy, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and uh, we, we look for that to make sure that you, you guys and, the listeners and the readers of Gridiron have a have an excellent experience, but um, you know the, the the smaller ones can also suit maybe the, uh, those that are on you know less days you know they can get off work or they have a smaller budget. Um, you know, we've just announced the Louisiana tour, which we obviously did last year for Gridiron, mm-hmm. and, and that's uh, four nights, and that includes LSU and Alabama, and, and also the Saints and the Rams, which is a really good strong couple of games, and also New Orleans, which obviously you and Will will testify you can't really be bored in in New Orleans, and uh, you'd have three nights and a, and a swamp tour as well what you did you got a picture of you with an alligator on twitter oh, so. me and the um, alligator that was one of the best experiences i've ever had and it was with an alley with like a baby alligator what was his name we'll have to get the picture up, his up name. on the and, 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 and will's uh, fried chicken you know oh the fr- willie may's fried chicken willie may's, yeah. the, new orleans is the best city i've ever been to but i'm thinking that Portland and Seattle could run it close. Yeah, I, it'll be close. But, I, but if, if you if you want to do the four night thing, then that's just to, so you yeah. know it's sixteen fifty a person because obviously it's um, significantly less time and less games. But uh, um, but yeah, I think Portland and Seattle will be. Uh, I, I can't wait to go to Seattle. You know, I'm big uh, big fan of uh, of that kind of music and, and coffee and beer. So yeah. I think it will be a challenge for us to find a Nirvana cover band somewhere. That would be great. It, Wouldn't that be we'll great? Nirvana cover several. band or Green yeah. Day cover band or a cover band per se. That we'll try that. We'll try and find that for people. I've got uh, and this. We'll leave this in. But I've got brand wise. I've got some ideas. So I will hit you up with a few ideas. My mind 
since we've heard that it's been the Pacific Coast tour, has been has been whirring away with a few ideas of of imagery yeah. and etc. And Play, playlists, playlists for the for the little videos as well on social media. I've, great I've, shout, playlists. I've that. Yeah, I've I mean, got on the bus as we're exiting states. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff we can put on. Oh man, did um. Yeah, there is loads of stuff. LA Woman by the Doors, all those Seattle bands, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, yeah, Green Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, they, they, loads of people come from California and, and LA. Don't stop Stone, believing Stone, by Stone Journey. Temple Pilots were they? Were they? Uh, were Stone Temple Pilots from um, Seattle or not? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. Scott Island and all that. Oh, I, I don't, mean, don't know. either way, they're either way. But do you know what? We could do that, and people could start adding to the playlist. I think we should. I think we should put it on Twitter. Name right. name name songs for the playlist because I mean I've got for for LA. Obviously we have uh, we have two pack. Oh, of um, course we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and it's a bit cheesy, but I do like. Um, is it Phantom Planet and, and California from from the OC? I mean that's a heck of a tune. Yeah, we yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I see yeah. where you're going here. California, it's a tune. It's a California tune. Love, with Snoop Dogg and Dre. Yes, California Love is obviously the big one. Yeah, um, yeah, and that that will be that will be for karaoke this year. Yeah, well, Willie can actually, he can rap the whole thing, so... Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. Uh, Benny, it's been an absolute pleasure. Guys, at touchdowntrips.com, am I right? Yes, at touchdowntrips on um, on Twitter and Facebook, and then touchdowntrips.com for the website. Slash gridiron hyphen tour, but follow the links on the homepage. There are loads of other links for you to go to there as well. It's incredible. Seven nights, three states... Ten nights, three states. How many games, Ben? Six uh, games? Six. Six games. Six games of, of American football. I absolutely cannot wait. Benny, we'll speak to you very soon. Cheers, Ollie. Talk to you later, guys. Hello, you're listening to the Horse Ramble Daily, where we'll be covering all of your horse needs. And there's more. Every day during the Cheltenham Festival, Betway are giving you the chance to win £50,000 in the free-to-play or to win game. Head to betway.com to play now. Up next, more horses. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. Full time supply, 18 plus only. BeGambleAware.org. OK, thank you very much, Ben. Uh, Weddy, what's going on? I mean, I, I mean, did you just want me to speak entirely to Ben? I mean, I, I did get really excited about the whole thing. You're so enthusiastic, and the fact that we were talking about Green Bay and LA and stuff—it just, I just, I just let you run with it, mate. That just—I like I, I love. I enjoyed listening to you, so I was happy to just lie back uh, and let you take the lead. It was, it was great in your salmon dress shorts, which uh, I haven't. <laughs> you've sent, you've had twenty minutes to send me that picture, and it still hasn't come through. You're a disgrace. <laughs> literally sending it to you now while we're talking okay great uh, <laughs> so i think let's just run off through the rest of the podcast again apologies for those who sent in the uh the, the questions uh but uh the uh <laughs> i uh that's a very good response i sent um uh, you posted a thing about the qpr badge being wrong on sky sports news yeah. and i just replied with the very flippant no one cares mate uh, Adam Foxcroft replied with "I care," and I just quote tweeted my own tweet back to him, saying, "No one cares, mate." And he just quote tweeted his own tweet back to me. I'm, I'm really—it's—it's a, it's a great exchange. I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Did, did you uh, see my honey badger? Badger yeah, hashtag badge badge watch. I wanted to if, you, if you'd got that. No. Very funny, mate. Yeah, very funny. I liked it, Thanks. so you know I got it. Thanks, mate. Uh, right, the red 
pink pink combination is coming your way now uh, so I think we just talk about the bits of news that have happened this week we're gonna, we've got some really good interviews lined up for the offseason not that we haven't already had some amazing interviews in the likes of oh I don't know Earl Thomas in the likes of Landon Collins in the likes of Jay Ajayi but yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to we're going to keep them rolling through the summer we've got loads more co- coming for you over the coming weeks but you know today it's that lull after the draft the OTAs are happening the the rookie mini camps even not a huge amount of news out there so uh, we just thought we'd hit on the big beats from the last week no and you're right to do so absolutely right to do so and i mean i suppose the the, the first place to start it's got to be Matt Ryan's mega money, big bucks. I love all of those alliterative things, and they really work together. But, uh, deal with the Atlanta Falcons. What other phrases for money are mega there? Mega money, big bucks. Old cash. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, what's another? What's a word for big beginning with C? Uh, you, you could go uh, gargantuan. It's with a G, but it's kind of the similar kind of starting sound. Carcantuan. Carcantuan. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. I, I, I really, I'm struggling today. I'm not going to lie. I've had a real lazy day. Uh, right. So, Matt Ryan, $150 million, five year contract, $100 million guaranteed. Whoa. I mean, let's not forget, this is a guy who only signed a six year, $103 million contract back in the summer of 2013 and this is what's interesting about this deal to me is uh, firstly anyone who questions it Matt Ryan we're talking about a, a former MVP a guy who still played to an incredibly high level last year despite losing uh, bits of the offensive line despite having a change of coordinator which clearly caused a problem uh, he still played to a very high level he's absolutely worth every single penny of this I thought what was interesting is that we just had Kirk Cousins sign his fully guaranteed 81 million three-year deal, and that was meant to change the way that quarterback contracts worked. Well, suddenly we're back to a pretty standard quarterback contract again. Yeah, and I, tradition breaks easily uh, when it comes... No, it doesn't break easily when it comes to NFL teams. And the Kirk Cousins thing was so... I wouldn't say groundbreaking, but it was so out there, so off the wall from what normally goes on with these contract negotiations and how things are signed, that it makes you think that actually, and they always, NFL players always say the process when they talk about signing these contracts, the process for Matt Ryan must have started way before Kirk Cousins' thing had been signed off. And, of course, these teams and these these players, well... Maybe the teams collude with each other and on other aspects, but I don't think they do so with with uh, contracts regarding players currently at the at their organisation. So, I think with Matt Ryan, the uh, they were they were obviously well within the process, and yeah, a hundred million is he worth it? Jeepers, I don't know. Is he worth it off the back of one really good year sandwiched between error laden? Um, turnover-laden years. I don't. I. It's about right, maybe, but I'm struggling to to see whether it whether he's fully going to justify it. I think he needs a Super Bowl to justify it. I think the, the guy he's got to thank most about, is Shannon. You could, about, you could kind of argue that about absolutely anyone. Yeah, who I suppose. Yeah, gets that mega contract because it's going to be Aaron Rodgers next, mate. You know it. Oh, and it will be, and it has to be, and. What we all need, as uh, what, what Green Bay Packers fans really need, 
is that to be tied up as soon as possible because the off season and even the latter part of last season Rogers was whispering or there are whisperings about Rogers and he's not happy and then the firing of of uh, some of his his throwing uh, the quarterback coach at uh, Green Bay at the end of the season he, he wasn't contacted about that and and other hirings and firings in the back office and what was going on with Jordy Nelson his trusted lieutenant I just it, Rogers was making all the wrong noises it seemed to me but then he t- he tweeted out that tweet which I got the wrong end of the stick and you had to you had to uh, translate for me <laughs> and I I felt better about it again so yeah I, he liked the fact that the team didn't just go complete full on uh, you know making a big fuss and deal out of it and just saying what he said and and, and acting with it what what um what is interesting about the Matt Ryan contract yeah is even though he's making thirty million a season, forty-seven million paid right now up front. Um, the there are very very few core players that they're going to have to lose because of that. You saw when Joe Flacco signed his big money contract, they really struggled to keep players around. You saw when Russell Wilson mm-hmm. signed his contract. Within two years, they had to get rid of a lot of the big money players, a lot of the free agents they'd signed. Tevin Coleman will probably move on next season. He's, he's in a contract year, and I'd be surprised if they can pay uh, both him and Devonta Freeman. But actually, beyond that, with the extended cap, with the way the contract is built, with everything else, I'm not so sure they're going to have to lose a lot of their high-end talent to pay for the quarterback. The fact he was already on a big contract makes a lot of that. I mean, I know he's now on a much bigger contract. Yeah. But... It's not like these teams, people have said, oh, that's it, the team are done now. It's not like the teams who get somebody on the rookie scale, super cheap, succeed because of that, and then struggle afterwards. Like, I'm, I, yeah, there's talk this week about the Cowboys getting ready to pay uh, Dak Prescott, not now, but within, like, next year, probably. And, uh, yeah, what sort of money he is he going to earn and what's that going to do to the rest of their team? So I think that's a much bigger deal when it's a rookie because the jump is enormous it's it's two blue chip players being well, and especially for a guy that you lucked into getting in what was it the fourth round with Dak or third round with Dak yeah I mean so yeah he's he's a... earning he's earning can I whereabouts would you say so there are uh, 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL yeah uh, 64 if you include the backups and if you really want we can all go all the way to 96 I think I've given away where it comes within though this season where do you think Dak contract in terms of cost of the team is ranking amongst all quarterbacks in the NFL now if you'd have just left it to the starters I would have said 32nd if you'd have left it to the 64 I would have probably gone I don't know 45 maybe but now that you said that no no but I I thought I gave it away by saying if you really want to go to the 96 it is within the 64 he's not being paid less than all 32 backups but it's within the 64 so 45 61 wow he is the 61st best paid quarterback in the nfl and you would definitely have him as top 20 quarterback in the league top 15 yeah i mean certainly. yeah i think if you put his situation if you talk about the running back mm. the offensive line he can achieve there he has he has the potential to produce like a top 10 quarterback do i think his raw skills are that of a top 10 quarterback no but i think he succeeds within that system and that's the main thing for them uh i, I am concerned about their wide receiving options as we've talked about before in the past but yeah i just think from a falcon's perspective they're kind of fine 
Right. And you're right there. What the Falcons have got now, and they know that Tevin Coleman will leave at the end of his. Di- well, they don't know that, but we can all surmise and guess that they won't be able to afford to pay uh, two blue chip running backs who have a short shelf life. So they've got a, a year now to go and find the next Alvin Kamara, similar, and pick him up. You know, really, really scout hard and find someone that they can pick up in the second and third round that will be cheap for three or four years and be a great complimentary to Devonta Freeman and fit into their scheme. They'll look around and, and see those kind of running backs all over the place. And as we've seen, running backs can be taken later on and do really, really good jobs. And my team being a prime example, Green Bay, with, with who they picked up in the last uh, in the last draft, two drafts ago, in Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, both of whom came in, slotted in really well, and obviously were scouted heavily by Green Bay to fit that scheme. And I think that's what Atlanta will do. And because that's their only real skill position of need, because uh, what they've got going on at tight end is working for them, Julio Jones, they've just added Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan's going to stick around, and the defense is is looking great. You could see the uh, roster building and the the four planning going on straight away there. And the more and more I think about it, you're right. The more and more it looks like a really, really good deal to keep continuity within the club. And that's something that Matt Ryan has said as well. He wanted to be that franchise guy. And the fact that all of these pieces are sticking around helped his decision. I think 100 million guaranteed also helped his decision. But all of that. Yeah, exactly. But all of that has helped this to be a pretty good match. And we're talking also it being in a great stadium, which is going to host the Super Bowl. And the Falcons have got a chance of making it this year. Uh, let's just roll through the rest of these stories then. Um, Cliff Averill, his Seattle career is over. He failed the physical designation. Uh, the team have waived him. Same kind of neck injury. This is, it feels like a very similar situation to um, the tight end out of Green Bay who we met in the summer. Jermichael name Finley. is going to completely escape me. Jermichael Finley. Have we played that interview out on the show yet? Not know, sure we have. Should we play it on? Should we play it at the end of this? Uh, yeah, I'll need to find it, but maybe. Yeah, maybe well, we should. If it's, it's, really if it's there, Willie's found it. If it's not, he can't find it in time. There you go. Perfect. And it will come out at um, some other time. We're okay. looking into the future there. Sorry, lads. <laughs> Sorry to put I, you on the spot there, big guy. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, I do feel like, uh, you know, his five years in Seattle were fantastic. Uh, there was an I saw somebody say on Twitter, like, borderline Hall of Famer if he can play for another two years. I don't think he's in that kind of realm, but he's he was a very, very good pass rusher on a very, very good defense. And it's another piece that the uh, the Seahawks need to replace longer term, which I bet there's a chance Cliff Avril may have gone this summer anyway because of his contract situation and the team's cap situation. But their hand was kind of forced and it is a shame. What about Big Ben on Mason Rud- Rudolph saying, well, a third round pick, why wouldn't we, you know, use that on a player who can help us now? I'm going to be here for another five years, at least. What an absolute... Uh, what a, what a, <laughs> Family show. Um, Family show. What a penis head. That's allowed. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, it, it, it's anatomic and both of those things. I think this is an absolute disgrace. I'm feeling a bit like Sam Stevens there. He does. That's one of his big uh, Sam Stevens, uh, the producer for Willie's overnight show. It often comes out. I think it's an absolute disgrace. I really do, though, because posh Sam, the posh Sam, because this is uh, a guy who over the last two years 
has been really non-committal about coming back and playing, although everyone kind of thought he would. But it has put the Frighteners up, the Steelers, who have reacted by getting a guy that they think they can work with and looks like a guy who will take over from Big Ben. Who knows what would happen with that anyway. But I don't think Big Ben has got any right in saying that he will be around for three to five years because he's 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 been agitating at the end of the season saying every year every year and the the the, the team are well within their right to look at the absolutely they need mason rudolph is a good developmental talent i think my only problem is it is is he landed with a quarterback who's not going to give him the help that he maybe needs potentially well it could be it it strikes me more like a a brett far aaron Rodgers. Joe Montana, Steve Young situation than a Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. Apparently, even though we had the nastiness at the end, you know, Tom Brady really helped Garoppolo and, and really you know, helped him develop. And I think you can see it in his skill set now um, when it comes to the way he reads the game. So, yeah, it, maybe Mason Rudolph's clever about it, being able to watch the way that Big Ben mm. works is enough. But I don't think he's going to be getting a lot of explicit help from Big Ben. Let's put it that way. Mark Ingram suspended for four games for PEDs. Still potential for him to... um, They're going to wait for the statements in full to come out and for the ruling in full to come out before they decide whether or not he's going to appeal this. But, uh, yeah, the Saints have said they're not planning to replace him. It leaves them in a little bit of a... It's a funny one because Alvin Kamara is a guy who we saw it last year, despite his size, can pound the rock, can move up the middle. Here's the problem. The reason that it works so well is that Mark Ingram is sneaky good at catching the ball. Mm. Alvin Kamara is sneaky good at running the ball. And so that made their play calls unpredictable. It was much easier for them to to switch out into a run, switch out into a pass. Now, I know you can do that with Kamara as well, but you've lost maybe that element of surprise with it. It, To the same extent, teams are waiting for it. Whereas quite often last year, if they saw Kamara in the backfield, they knew 99 times out of 100 he was going to run the ball. They just knew that he could also pass it as well. So Um, um, shame for the first, shame for those first uh, four games. I kind of, I feel like the Saints should be okay, but it's a really tough division. And what's interesting about uh, about Mark Ingram? Well, firstly, he's saying that it wasn't performance. His, well, his uh, his agents are saying it wasn't performance enhancing drugs. It's something that's actually on uh, the uh, exemption list. So again, so again, we'll ha- we'll have to wait and see. But the Saints, they kind of they are kind of light in that position. They they drafted Boston Scott. Uh, in the sixth round from Louisiana Tech as a running back, and they've got Jonathan Williams, Trey Edmonds, and Zach Line as the fullback as well. Uh, Getting rid of Kobe Fleener this this week, uh, the the former Colts tight end, released uh, with two years left. You know what we can do is play our favourite Ezekiel Elliott game, Who's He Gonna Miss? Uh, They start off at home with the Bucks, then the Browns. I mean, unless the Browns are as drastically improved as some are predicting. Those are two games they could win without him. They didn't have to go to the Falcons and then to the Giants. I mean, the Giants were pretty bad against the run last year. So, actually, maybe that's not the worst. He could have had a worse four games. That yeah. trip to the Falcons yeah. is really tough. But definitely could have... There, there are tougher... You know, there is a, there's a run in their schedule where they face um, the Ravens, Vikings, Rams, Bengals, who have got a good run, D, 
Eagles, Falcons, Cowboys. It was like a seven-game run. Anywhere in that four would have been a lot rougher for them. Plus, right at the end of the season, they got the Panthers twice in three yeah. weeks. So, there sometimes if you know that the guy is gonna is unlikely he's not going to get the suspension overturned maybe just eat it early in the season knowing that if you go two and two that's pretty salvageable you are not going to believe this boston scott went to zachary high school amazing that is incredible i've just spotted that that is amazing but zachary's high school was the high school game that we went to on the deep south tour and we pretty much all of us fell in love with and uh, that is incredible that is incredible. I love that. Wow. Yeah. How, did, how did that uh, is, uh, pass us by, escape us? Oh, who I t- knows? I'll tell you how. Off-season, baby. Off-season. Si- Simon Clancy should be responsible for these things, let's be honest. Yeah, he really should. Uh, CJ Anderson signs with the Carolina Panthers. Now, Have I met- trailed this at the top. Why do you love this so I much? I love this because it's exactly what the Panthers needed and exactly what they were light on. They went out and... So far this offseason, they've gone and got a wide receiver that they desperately needed in G.J. Moore, the Steve Smith replacement, as Steve Smith himself said. Still wish they had a big, another big guy to pair with Devin Funches because Cam Newton's not a touch passer. He's like a better version of Colin Kaepernick. He's got, <laughs> yeah. like, it, it, it's a lot of power, a lot of high balls, but... I think DJ Moore does fit their scheme reasonably well. They did the whole thing last offseason where they brought in Curtis Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, who both operate out of the backfield to an extent, but both can play in the slot, both can catch the ball. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a really good thunder back, as it were. No, Jonathan and... Stewart had, had been getting on a bit. Yeah, um, exactly. On, his uh, yards per touch had, had fallen dramatically, and... I think everyone realised that he wouldn't be retained. And CJ Anderson's a huge upgrade, isn't he? Uh, yeah, massive, massive upgrade. And what he does is he is what he can be what Jonathan Stewart and the like were in the season that they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He can affect their offence in that fashion. And that's why I love it. It gives Cam Newton what he needs to take the pressure off him. It opens up the running lanes for him yeah. when he does scramble and run the ball. Uh, it helps in the passing game because teams have to think more about the run. And I think CJ Anson, last year, behind a terrible Broncos line at times, he showed r- something like he had flashes of real, real ability. And he's done that consistently. Now he's going to a scheme that should, in theory, run the ball a lot more and suit him with North Turner. I mean, this is this this is exactly the kind of back that North Turner in the past has turned into a, a superstar, a fantasy superstar at that one to watch out for. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. A fantasy darling. I haven't done that in a while. Oh, a fantasy darling. So, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so, yeah, I, I'm... Yeah, the South is looking tasty as anything this year with the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers... And with the, what the Bucks have done on defense, even the Bucks. Are we gonna? I've just had a thought. Maybe it's a crazy one to spring on you right now. Where we had the yeah, NF- I want to eat my dinner. So come when, on. Well, no, no. When we had the <laughs> NFC disgrace, should we have the NFC tasty? Let's workshop the name. But you know what I mean. Something like that. Yeah. Like a, I like it. NFC well, sexy. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't quite work. But you know what I let's, mean. Let's workshop the name. Okay. But you're on. But I like it. You're kind I'm of on board. board. Okay, great. I'm in, I'm in board in theory. Okay, great. Um, I think I think that's the main big news that people care about. I, 
I did just want to mention, I'm sure everyone's seen it, but the brilliant story um, about uh, the, the brilliant story uh, coming out of very famous Japanese uh, baseball player, Ichiro, who... Um, oh, yeah. Suzuki. Uh, got, yeah, Ichiro Suzuki, who got the uh, who got a number handed to him by... Uh, by uh, whose number was handed off to Alex Rodriguez by Alex Rodriguez, by A-Rod, to Tom Brady, who wanted to come and meet him and study his stretching system. And he told the coaches, I've had some random text from a number I don't recognise. One of the coaches said, what's the guy's name? And he said, some guy called Tom Brady. Amazing. Who the F is Tom Brady? That is incredible. <laughs> like, you know, it just it, you've got to remember that for as much as he is the absolute superstar of our world and his world, when it comes to the world outside of America and the, those who are fans, it, it's all about Giselle, really. It, oh, I mean, we all know it's all about Giselle, but baseball's so insular. Uh, and actually, something I went to this week, I know you've got to go, but the, the, the baseball announcement of London, they're trying to become less insular and uh, put the, put it out there. But within America, it does seem like baseball is such an insular uh, kind of inward-looking sports that it doesn't surprise me that a Japanese guy from the West Coast maybe do- doesn't give a, a jot two hoots about American football. It doesn't surprise me that he doesn't know him, actually. I don't know. Mate, good work. Nice, quick pod, sexy, got it working, promoted the tour. Go to touchdowntrips.com to find out more. Check out our Twitter at Gridiron. Ollie, any final thoughts? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I need to... Why did you say yes when I'm trying to leave to go and eat dinner? Well, you'll, you'll understand in a moment. I really need... I'm, I'm starting to get into wrestling, and I really need <laughs> a new podcast. Have you got any recommendations? <sighs> I said I wasn't going to plug it on the show, but at Pro Wrestle Pod on Twitter, me and John Jackson have started a new radio show and podcast. If you are a fan of the WWE, we had on we had Paige and uh, Jimmy Havoc this week. Norwich's but- Finest. Not Kevin Owens and Sammy Zone, Sammy Zayn next week, plus a bit of Chris Jericho as well. So it's it's going to be a great show, and I promise you, it won't take away from the Gridiron show. Well, can I just say also that I won't be listening, but I will download, and so should Thank everybody else. I appreciate it, and go on iTunes and give it a nice five star rating as well, because uh, we don't get a rating until we've had enough of them. <laughs> so go and do that as well, Ollie. Okay. Thanks, buddy. All right. right. Any, any other final thoughts that don't uh, blow smoke up my backside? Yeah. Uh, I've... Uh, well, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> Next time I see you. What? What have you got for dinner? Uh, I've got Kokoro, which has just arrived about five, to, five minutes ago. What's Kokoro? It's, uh, it's, uh, we've got katsu curry, and I'm going to go oh, and eat it. Oh, great. So okay. I'm hanging up. All right. See you, you buddy. <laughs> All right, Thank well. you for listening. This has been The Gridiron Show. With touchdown trips getting you, yes, you, in the game. He's actually gone. I can't believe he's gone. Save me some curry.